0: Welcome, Dragons, to episode 46 of the Dumbos and Dragons podcast. Today's episode is with adult film star Small Hands. You may know him from working with the studio Burning Angel, but he has definitely expanded, especially in the last year. We're talking about punk music, sexual health, the adult film industry, as well as the AVNs coming up this weekend in Las Vegas Uh, I went last year. I highly recommend everyone go. It is such a fun, memorable, just incredible time. Uh, Lots of stuff to see. Lots of stuff to experience. Uh, Small Hands will be at the Men of Porn panel. Uh, They do panels every year. And last year I went to this panel and it was very, very good. So please check it out. And I just want to say thank you so much to Small Hands. Uh, such a fun guy to talk to. I have not met anyone so driven and talented and humble as him. And you guys will see from the episode, he is, it's not just the adult film industry that he has his hands in. He has his hands in music and editing and graphic design. Um, so anyways, enjoy the episode, definitely a fun one, I hope to have him back in the future. Workout nerd out, y'all! In the basement, rolling dice, rolling dice, I'm a wizard, wizard. When we play, we do it right, candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind. Hi, Dragons. Welcome back to another episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Today, I'm super excited to be joined by, in my humble opinion, the adult film industry's new it guy, Small Hands. How are you doing today, man?
1: It's too, uh, it's too good of an introduction, man. You'll have to lower it a little bit. Lower the bar. <laughs> <I don't,
0: laughs> how about new, like, whatever guy? <laughs> the adult film industry's new, kind of okay, has That's, a job guy? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, good, I'm good, man. I'm really good. Thanks for uh, having me. All right. So some people who follow my blog and the podcast know a little bit about you. I blogged about the AVNs last year. Mm-hmm. I spoke a little bit about Burning Angels movie premiere uh, last month in December and November. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't necessarily know a lot about you, introduce yourself a little bit for us. Uh, well, my
1: name is Aaron. That's my real name. Wait a minute. Uh- Wait a minute. You weren't born... No, small I, would, hands? I, I know it's crazy, right, to think that my mama didn't name me small hands. But no, uh, <laughs> born in San Diego, California, born and raised. I'm a West Coast dude, um, uh, punk rock kid, and uh, got a bunch of tattoos and a dick that you may have seen. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and, you know, I don't know if this is a, a wealthy praise, but I think you're the first – guest I've had that I have seen naked fuck yeah I'll take it dude dude number one man way to go that's that's what's up (laughs) um so you how did you get started in the industry if I can ask
1: well my uh my wife who's Joanna Angel as I'm sure you all know uh basically through her she she sort of uh forced me into the industry
0: (laughs) (laughs) um Well, A, first, congratulations. The last time I think you and I met, um, you were just engaged, so congrats on getting married. You appreciate it. How do you like it? It's fucking awesome, man. Dude, right? Living the dream, baby. Dude, I got married in April, and so it's been like this first year has been different but the same. And it's just like, you know, once you hit, like,
1: your... Once you hit thirty, you're like, man, I want to call you something other than my girlfriend. You know, like I'm in nice. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty cool to be like, yo, that's my wife over there. It sounds rad. So I sound like I feel like an adult for the
0: first time in my life. Right. Um, does it get a little hectic if she's, you know, ordering you around on set? No, man. Yeah. This, come on, I
1: I know what I signed
0: up for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's,
1: you know, she's the queen. You know, that's why she does her thing, and that's why you know she's. Uh, been able to last for 12 years in this business. So, um, you know, anything porn related, I'm like, you know, take my keys from her.
0: Dude, And that (laughs) totally makes sense. You know, we, uh, we learned from the people who came before us Mm -hmm. again, no pun intended. Yeah. I just got that one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Clever bastard.
0: (laughs) Right. I, I, I aim to please, um, but I want to know something about you Tell us about one of your heroes Either a favorite superhero, fictional hero Or personal hero, source of inspiration Your choice Joe Strummer, singer of The Clash Greatest band, only band that matters Nice, why Strummer?
1: Uh, before porn, uh, you know, I, I come from the music world I was in bands, I've toured all over the world um, That's what I've been doing since I've been like 15 years old Is playing music uh, and, you know, the being a little shithead kid and Discover Punk Rock and, you know, bands like The Clash and The Misfits and Bad Religion and Social Distortion and all that stuff, those have been my heroes since I was, like, 15 years old, and I don't know. I think that that never will really go away. Maybe I don't really listen to, you know, social the on the regular like I did when I was 17, but guys, he sh- all those guys, like, shaped me to be me now. So everything you see now is a culmination of me... Uh, looking up to dudes like that. Um, you know, I didn't care about sports growing up or any, uh, you know, I sure as hell didn't care about like political figures. So my heroes were all got the guys in bands I loved.
0: No, ab- absolutely. And that punk rock scene was definitely, I mean, they were kind of advocates for change. And I know they, I, I missed that era, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I've somewhat caught up, but not really. But it, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, it's just I think maybe the reason why I
1: picked Strummer and, and the Clash um, over maybe any other band is like you're saying they 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 were advocates for change in what I feel like is a positive way. But I, what I think is cooler because anyone can you know be an advocate for change, and also any idiot can like put on a leather jacket and be in a band. They managed to. To not be preachy and have good songs and look like the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. (laughs) And they slid in like these like pretty positive messages from us. Like who, like that's crazy. You know, I
0: was like, that's what I want to be. That's who I want to be. No, absolutely. And it's, it's, I think it gets people to focus more on the message if it's also given in a way that's not preachy and that people can relate to through that style of music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's 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 what shaped
1: me to be me. Do you still play? Do you still are you in a band? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm always playing. I mean, I write all the music for Burning Angel. I, I score the movies with original soundtracks uh, when it makes sense. Me and Joanna have kind of like a fake man where we write like pop punk songs, you know, where we're both singing on them. Um, um, wh- and the band I was most recently in a band called Phoenix TX, it was a pop punk band. Um, The guitar player Chris Lewis, he's a friend of mine from back in the day, and um, he'll like mix the songs with us sometimes to help us write them. So, we're I'm always doing something with music. You were in Phoenix TX, yeah. I played bass from 2000, what 12 to 2014 or something like that. A couple years, I'm not like a long, long member, but I did a a few tours and I've known the guys forever.
0: You know, they're old homies. That's awesome. I remember getting one of their albums back in. They've been around forever. (laughs) Forever. Yeah. When I was in, when I was in middle school, I want to say, so that was like 20 years ago. Shit. The blue blue and yellow one. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for, (laughs) for knowing exactly what that
1: was. Oh, Uh, dude. I grew up in San Diego in the punk scene in the early 2000s. We all knew
0: what that was. (laughs) Yeah. Sadly, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona where. Oh shit. Like, did they, uh, did you go to shows at the bunkhouse? No,
1: I've or, never uh, even heard of the bunkhouse. Oh, no, that's Vegas. Fuck, I'm mixing it up. We, where did we used to play? Uh, it was in Tempe,
0: uh, Big Fish Pub. I've been to Big Fish Pub. The yeah, big, or- the big one in Tempe was either Clubhouse. Was that it? There's a Clubhouse. There's the Marquee. Right. Um, Oh, we didn't play at the marquee. We weren't big enough. We played at the clubhouse. That's the one with the bar kind of
1: far in the back and a big open space. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We played the clubhouse a bunch. That's, that's
0: the spot. Um, And then I shed a tear. I don't know if you've ever heard of Nita's Hideaway. Um, I've heard it in name, but I never got to go. That was such a just classic epic venue. Um, Yeah. It's amazing. So my next question is what is your favorite venue that you've ever played and your favorite venue where you've ever seen a show? Ooh, that's
1: good. Oh man. Uh, in the States worldwide or, or, like just in life? In life. Shit. I think my favorite venue I've ever played in life overall has got to be the Viper Room just because it's so iconic. And I was like, so like, fit, you know, a young kid playing on the Viper Room on Hollywood Boulevard. You see your band's name up there. Uh, it You know, you never get that feeling with with most venues, and, and that was pretty incredible. Or I'd say the time that I got to play uh, – fuck, I don't even know what it's called anymore, but it used to be called Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego. It was my first stadium show uh, in my hometown, which was pretty insane. So no, it's still Qualcomm. Is it? Okay. Well, I, I don't live there no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys based in L.A.? Uh,
0: yeah, we live in L.A. Uh, I moved up to L.A. probably two and a half years ago, I think. Oh, Around I moved up here about a year and a half ago from Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. So I was in San Diego my whole life prior to that. Excellent. Excellent. I love San Diego. It's just it's the the brewery scene out there is insane. Uh,
1: yeah, you can. I mean, I was a bartender uh, downtown for seven years. You know, before I moved to L.A. too. So I I was up in that mix too.
0: Oh man, I bet during Comic Con you made insane tips. Oh yeah, man, you'd kill it, dude. That's ridiculous. Um, so aside from the adult film industry, aside from music, do you have any other favorite areas of nerdiness that you're really into, like TV shows, comics, movies, video games? Absolutely. Uh, I grew up, um, I'm a graphic designer is actually my main
1: like job, if anyone asks, uh, even before porn, I'm the art director for burning angel. I design all the movie covers, all the promo material. Uh, so I've been drawing since I was five years old and I grew up tracing Spider-Man comics and old Marvel, uh, stuff that my uncle would give me. Um, so I've been into comics for since day one and just in general in, into like pop art and illustration and stuff like that. Um, not really a big gamer. I just don't have a lot of time for it. I I like them, but you know, uh, it's not really my, I just, my life ain't set up to, to game right now. Um, but, uh, I mean, my other nerd quote nerdy passion, I guess would be alcohol. I mean, once I started bartending, um, I've now flown to like four countries and tour distilleries. I have like 50,000 books on like the history of booze and how it's made and all the different spirits and the cultures they come from. Um, I you know I have sommelier books. I used to work in
0: a really fancy wine bar. Um, So I really like to nerd out on studying alcohol. Oh, that's really cool. So I'm going to have – I got two more questions for you. One, what is your favorite just go-to drink that you can just easily have accessible? And then what is your favorite specialty if you're celebrating something, a little more fancy drink?
1: Uh, If I'm at home, my go-to is red wine or scotch if I'm, like, out at bars and I'm partying, uh, I want a, I'm want i a shot of whiskey and a beer guy. Or if it's a fancy night, I do love a very good gin, gin cocktail.
0: I had my first gin fizz. hmm And the fact that to make a good gin fizz, you have to shake it for about eight minutes. You got to do the dry shake with the egg. Dude, it was so good. It was yeah. – insanely overpriced Um, (laughs) as most fancy cocktails are. Yeah. Right. No. When you said you were into comic books, is Spider-Man your favorite superhero or has something else replaced that? That's just kind of like, that was the big one growing up,
1: I think. And then, you know, as I got a little older, I got into the image and like dark horse stuff. Um, But I mean, again, these days, like just, I don't have time for a lot of stuff so I I I haven't really followed comics probably in 10 years, 15 years. So I don't really know what's going on right now. But so that's the stuff the the
0: Marvel classics really are what I grew up on. Oh, me too. And it's just it's so hard because if you fall out of it for a little bit and you got to get back in up right. now trying to catch up on like 2 or 300 issues.
1: Yeah, and like you know, all these trailing storylines, and now a different artist is freaking, you know, <laughs> sketching your book. You like, I don't know. So I, I'm like a faraway far away fan now. I still love the culture, and I love good artwork, and I love a good story. I just don't have time to follow you know a series or anything,
0: unfortunately. No, absolutely. Are you are you keeping in touch with the uh, the movies at all? Uh, fuck, man, that's the one thing I, I have like a mountain
1: of list of movies that i want to watch and unfortunately it's the one thing that i don't have any time for is like to watch a movie so i, I watch a, a lot of bob's burgers while i'm falling asleep <laughs> at night uh you know i i like a lot of just stupid comedies you know workaholics it's always sunny like just shit that i can kind of like turn my brain off of um i will say for drama i got really into peaky blinders on netflix oh yeah the, the British uh, kind of like hooligan uh,
0: series with Nick Cave doing the soundtrack. Uh, I thought that was a great, great series. And uh, uh, Killian Murphy is the main guy, and he's just incredible. So good,
1: and it's shot so stylish and so beautifully. It's one of the most visually beautiful, like I think, period uh, TV shows I've ever seen.
0: Excellent, excellent. I'm gonna have to include a link to that in the show notes if anybody hasn't heard of it, so they can uh, so they can take a look. Um, now. I totally understand, like when you, like you said earlier, you hit thirty, you become a grown up. You've got a, You've got all these responsibilities, which is bullshit. Um, so I can understand that you being very busy, not having time for movies. And I'm sure there's going to be at least a percentage of listeners listening to this right now going, "Are you kidding me? The dude has sex with women for a living, and he can't find time to do X." But, well, ha-ha. <laughs> I know um, I had another one. No, sorry. Go on. Go on. Now, from my experience and my conversations with, you know, adult film stars, yeah, it might be a fun job, but it's still a job. Right. Well, and here's, I'll, I'll answer this because I'm a
1: unique. Uh, uh, bird in the zoo here. I'm not like most other male performers, whereas this is not the only thing I do. So that's my first answer, is yeah, I'm getting to have sex with women, but I don't have time for movies because I'm the editor, I'm the art director, you know, I have other graphic design clients that are unrelated to porn. You know, I, I got like almost three other full-time jobs, so
0: I don't have time for a lot these days. <laughs> no, that's... And that's yeah. A, that's incredible because you fall into a category of Somebody I call you—you you have slashes. You're an adult film star. You're a graphic designer. You're a musician. You know, you're this yeah. slash this slash this. Right.
1: And and I don't mean that in a, a egotistical way. Please don't think that's what I'm trying to. I just mean like, yo, know, I'm I'm busy. I don't have time to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, the second thing is, which this is now to the defense of all male porn stars or and females, People in the public don't understand that the sex is such a small part of the day to like – to there's more that goes into it than just that one hour where you're having sex. Like, you know, you have to be physically fit in this industry. I never used to work out. I'm a fucking band guy. Now I go – I work out an hour every single day because you have to to like physically do this job. You know, uh, the girls have to like get their – keep their nails and their hair and their bait. and this and that. There's so much like personal grooming that goes into it. Um, and again, this isn't like a complaint, but it does take a lot of your time to do this job. Even if that's the only thing you do, it takes a lot of time.
0: Oh, well I'm sure. And it's, it's, I think you and I were having a conversation at a bar where you were like, dude, I don't, I didn't work out before this. And it was like, essentially what you're doing is you're being videotaped doing cardio for however yeah. long your scene is, plus mm-hmm. all the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a workout
1: in itself. It's um, it, it's almost like like if the if porn if you're a porn star and like you know there's fucking ten slices of pizza two of the slices are the actual sex the other eight are like everything that like consumes your day that goes into just doing this job you know even if that's just being on your snapchat and on your social you know like people pay for that stuff that's how you how girls make a living now people pay their rent on their snapchat and it becomes time consuming
0: that's actually a really unique way to phrase it i actually never thought about it that way. I always thought of just the producing the movie, the lighting and all that other stuff, but that's a whole, whole other realm I hadn't even thought of. And it's
1: a little different for everyone, you know, depending on the level of, uh, like fame the performer has. And also just the, some girls kill it on, uh, uh, what is it like custom videos, clips for sale? Some girls kill it on Snapchat. It's kind of like whatever works for you. And, and, makes you money, you know, cause these days, uh, porn is, uh, doesn't have the money it used to, you know, cause no one pays for it anymore. So everybody's kind of like work. People are working all the time just to kind of do this job. And it's not just an hour of sex and party for a week after that, you know? No, yeah.
0: yeah. And so what's, what is your, like, what is one thing you would want people to take away from, like I'm sure there are guys out there being like, oh, I totally want to be a male born star. The only thing better than sex is getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I'd be lying if I said this wasn't like the coolest shit ever and I have like the best life of all time. I do. And I'm very thankful and I'm very gracious and I don't take it for granted. But what I think a lot of dudes don't realize is when they say that – it's like, do you know how much other shit goes in? Do you know how much you have to sacrifice? Like, I go to bed at 10 at night when I was seen the next day. I'm not out raging with my buddies. Like, I'm sober. I'm not drinking. I'm making sure my ass is in shape. I'm, you know, this and that. Like, like, are you are you willing to, like, do all this stuff and then walk out? And, of course, you know, you can, like, I'm sure you have a big dick, bro, and you can fuck really good because that's what they always say. Okay, well, let's see you do that with, like, 15 people in the room with lights in your face, with a director on command snapping his fingers and saying, all right, you got three minutes to get your dick hard, go. And, you know, like, like pile all that on. And, and then you have to fuck for 30 to 40 minutes and not only fuck you have to like fuck well for 30 to 40 minutes and then you have to be done when they tell you know there is a shitload that goes into being a performer. So I will say it is awesome and all the cool things people like think about it. Yes, that's amazing. But it comes with a uh with work, you know. Yeah.
0: What is your if this might be repetitive, so if it is, I'll cut it out. But what's your least favorite part of the gig?
1: I'd say my least favorite part is just kind of like everything that's not the sex during the day, meaning like, you know, like every Hollywood TV set or movie set, you're waiting around forever. It's hours usually before you start, even though you're, you know, everyone tries to schedule, um, you know, you've got to kind of, time your your diet and you're eating right that day if you eat too much you might be a little too tired if you don't eat enough you won't have energy for the scene it's just kind of like a, a constant circus like tightrope act of like physical and mental stamina so it's almost like by the time you get to the sex it's like vacation time like oh fuck i just went through all of the, the build-up and now we can just party and fuck Uh, So I would say that the kind of like the the three hours before the sex, just maybe it's different for other guys, but I'm always like, it's all I can think about. So I'm kind of like, let's get this going. Let's rock and roll, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. And I did want to, I did want to, I connected with something you said earlier because you're having sex. There's a bunch of people watching and it has to be good sex. It has to look good for the camera. Yeah. And I was, I was that connected with me because I think like, I don't like being overwhelmingly hot, like uncomfortably hot. And I can't imagine having sex for more than five minutes under hot lights. Yeah, it gets really hot. Or sometimes
1: even worse, imagine like fucking in the snow where it's uncomfortably cold and you oh. can't put your feet. You know, like I've done those scenes too. And this is, again, what separates the the real deal, you know. And by again, I'm not saying that like hot. <sighs> I'm not claiming to be anything it's just what I've seen with with you know I consider myself to still be a, on a very um, I'm still learning this this game um, but you look at guys like Mick blue or Manuel or Karen who do those guys can like fuck in a blizzard they're like insane you know like uh, I respect them because it's so difficult it's so difficult to do
0: no, absolutely <gasps> and those guys just seem um, I heard them at a panel last year at the AV- at AVN and it was just – they were kind of echoing your sentiments about a lot of the industry. Uh, and I do think – I just I want to assuage your fears. Like you are coming across as just very gracious, giving me a real insight to what the job actually is, which is what I'm curious about. Right. And it it's like the picture
1: of – your, your fucking dream job. I don't know. If someone wants to be a CEO at, I don't know, Ben & Jerry's, oh, I get all ice cream. I get all this. Well, but you're still going to have to sit in traffic to get to the office that day. You're still, you know, like there's going to be shit. Like I don't care. Like, you know, everything comes with its own like shit, I call it. If you work at a, a you know, an office at Geico – it's gonna come with its own shit. Maybe your cube partner smells and eats weird food that you don't like. Maybe there's an annoying dude down the hall who always stops you and wants to ask you about the weekend that you don't want to tell him about. Like, there maybe you don't like your manager. Like, there's this is like any industry. There's good parts, there's bad parts, there's ups and there's downs. And um, the only difference is we have to kind of like live it for the world to see, um, which makes it a lot more uh, stressful. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. And you said, you said, you know, the guy working and his coworker eats weird things and smells funny. Have you ever had a partner on screen that ate a weird thing and smelled funny? Well, if I'm giving you an answer that does not ruin the fantasy, no.
1: (laughs) Everyone (laughs) smells like roses and there's never been a bodily fluid error or anything ever in the history of porn. (laughs) Uh, And on on some level, I I kind of like don't want to tell too much because I want... This is a fantasy. You know, we're creating a fantasy. You don't ask, ask like, fucking Hugh Jackman if he ate onions before his scene in Wolverine because no one cares. They created this fantasy.
0: I want to segue to something a little bit lighter. Yeah. Uh, So if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And I actually would like you to answer this two ways. One in normal life and then one... Uh, on screen, if you could have a superpower on screen,
1: well, on screen it would be uh like the world's most perfect dick that worked like a goddamn robot on perfect command. Uh, which I'm sure every male performer would say. Other than that, on screen, I am just me, so I don't know. I mean, if I had the power of flight, it might be cool to get a blowjob midair. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, in real life, uh, man, uh, I don't know. I, I'm actually really fucking blind. So maybe if I had like superhuman vision, that would be pretty cool.
0: That would be cool. Yeah. And also with your, with your midair blow job, I really hope the person giving it to you also has the power of flight. Well,
1: see. Here's, here's in my, my comic book porno world that I just invented right now on the spot. Uh, that my dick is the source of the power. So if a girl is fucking me or blowing me, she gets transferred also the power of flight. As long as I am inside one of her orifices. That, Boom, just blew your mind.
0: Can you make this? <laughs> uh,
1: we need a green screen and some wires, Joanna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what is one thing we talked about, you've talked about comic books a little bit, Peaky Blinders, uh, you're huge into music. Yeah. What, what's one thing that somebody might find surprising that you're into? And don't say tattoos nobody would think would be surprised <laughs> by tattoos yeah right
1: uh, <laughs> fuck man i mean if, if anyone follows me on twitter instagram my life's kind of an open book uh there's not too much to tell let me think if there's anything wacky that I, uh i mean it's not even a guilty pleasure but i really love um a lot of people don't because the way i look they don't get it but i love like Top 40 pop music, you know, like fucking Jennifer Lopez and Taylor Taylor Swift. And uh, I I get down to some of that hard. (laughs) So maybe that's something that just someone wouldn't really notice off just glancing at me. But, you know, I'm a punk rock guy, but I really am a sucker for some bubblegum top
0: 40 pop. Dude, we, we are of the same mind because I am the biggest Kesha fan. Oh, yeah. Dude, I just... Like I can just listen to her stuff on repeat, and it'll just my work day will fly by. Yep, yep. I uh, joining gets
1: annoyed with it sometimes because she's like the, you know, the the metal chick. She so was like, "Do we have to listen to Lord again?"
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> and- yes, yes, we fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, and I wish I could be a fly on the wall for some of those conversations. That would be absolutely hysterical. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, and. Kesha did a acoustic EP, and it's incredible. Her voice is so phenomenal. I've not heard the acoustic EP. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, it's uh, Kesha Deconstructed. Nice. Yeah. So, we are here. I want to talk a little bit about the AVNs, of which you are nominated for seven awards? Six awards? You tell me, brother. That's what I've heard. I don't know. Uh, There's a handful. I I can't remember the number off the top of my head. I'm I'm on the AVN website, and it's seven. So, again, congratulations. Thank you. But I don't think I undersold you what I called you the film industry's new it guy, because one of those awards is Male Performer of the Year. You know what, man? They must have just kind of had a... A drought
1: of dudes, and I bet they needed to fill a slot. <laughs> 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 I, no, I, I, I'm incredibly uh, honored and thankful and uh, humbled. Um, I just, I genuinely feel like all of those other guys in there have been around so much longer, paid their dues. They're fucking monsters, like. I do not deserve to be there. I'm very. I feel like a, a JV kid who's thrown in a varsity and doesn't, you know, and knows it. I know it. Uh, so again, I'm really thankful. I, I'm just happy to be at the party. You know,
0: that's that's excellent, man. It's that sort of humble attitude that, like, I was going to save this for the end, but I seriously wish the best for you. However long you want to be in this industry. I want you to be in this industry that long, whatever you do during and after like all the best. And any ways I can support you in that, even if it's like retweeting something or buying an album that you release or buying your videos, which I do anyway.
1: Ew. (laughs) nice. So that's, you know, again, I, it's this whole like wacky fourth career, you know, in my, (laughs) that didn't start till I was 30, uh, (laughs) year or whatever. Like, it was. It's just. It's. It, it's out of nowhere. It wasn't planned. It. it I didn't expect it. And, um, you know, as far as the awards, again, I love everyone at Avian. I'm so thankful that they even give me a second glance. But I'm already doing like everything I want to do. So if I don't win anything, I genuinely don't give a shit. Like I don't care about being famous. Like I'm
0: just happy to be here. That's all it is. That's and- awesome, man. That's really cool. Um, so aside from. Whether or not you win, what is this your how many years have you gone to AVN? I've attended it, I think, the last three, maybe four.
1: I can't really remember because uh, I met Joanna. It, it's either three or four.
0: Okay. When, is, is it too personal? Can I ask when and how you met Joanna? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, we've been together now for about four and a half
1: years. Uh, and originally I met her because she was a client of mine. Uh, I, like I said, I'm a graphic designer. So I've been doing work for her actually, or or she's been a client of mine or however you want to slice it, uh, for forever. So we met through business first. Um, and I made like all the merchandise that she sells on her website, all the t-shirts and the stickers and the posters. And I did design work for, um, and at some point a mutual friend of ours, uh, I don't know if you remember um, Brian Street Team. He was a male performer for a while. Yeah, I'm familiar uh, with the name. Had some tattoos as well, kind of like another San Diego. He was from San Diego, um, which is how I knew him. He set us up on kind of a, a blind date together. He said, "Oh, I, you guys are both my friends. I think you're the same kind of weird. I think you'll get along." And uh, that was it. You know, we went on one date and boom, it was, we've been together ever since. Dude, that's excellent. That's wonderful. Yeah. So it, it was. Uh, it's it's been great. You know, I. Uh, that's why every time I just emphasize, I'm just happy to be here. None of this was part of any plan,
0: you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how life uh, works that way. Yeah. Um, I once said that I was never going to date um, another lawyer and I was never going to do long distance. And my wife is a lawyer who I met long distance. <laughs> well, See, look, the, <laughs> the universe was like, shut the fuck up. Let me tell you what's up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm excited for the Avian Awards. Um, I'm very humbled and honored by, by the love. Uh, and I genuinely you know, don't expect anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, and I think that's when things are going to really pay off dividends for you is when you least expect it. Um, what can people expect if they go to the AE Expo and the Avian Awards and that essentially you guys take over Vegas for a week? Yes, we do. It is what I like to call the world's greatest
1: people watching of all time. Uh, Every – or 80 90% of the porn industry all is in the hard rock. Everyone is staying there, drinking there, working there, partying there. Uh, If you want to see some very attractive people and probably see some interesting things, uh, come on out. We'll be hanging out. Uh, Burning Angel has a booth. I will be signing at the AVN official booth every day, uh, so if you want to come say hi to me get a high five, fucking smack on the ass, all good. Come say what's up. I'm uh, very approachable. I like to hang out and you know meet people. Uh, and well, I don't know, let's party,
0: dude, dude! Excellent, excellent. And what is your favorite part of the entire week? favorite part of the
1: entire week I, i really like meeting people and chatting with people um you know it's it's just so cool to see everyone from different walks of life ethnicities sexual preferences uh and it's cool to see like wow look at like Everyone's coming, you know, to see like Burning Angel or whatever, you know, whatever they're coming to see. It's like, look at this common ground. We're all fucking horny. Like, how, can't everybody just be cool? <laughs> uh, no, and, and I, I really, I love, I love just meeting new people. Um, it's, it's fun for me. Uh, obviously, I like. Uh, good-looking girls and there's about a billion of them everywhere <laughs> there uh so that's awesome and you know the show the show's fun you know the, the award show you feel like uh, it's your victory lap everybody kicked ass all year and really literally busted their ass you know <laughs> and, and this is kind of like uh our like you know our, our kind of little prom our way to just pat each other on the back and be like hey guys we're we're in a weird world but
0: here we are yeah. And it's, it was, I went for my first year last year, um, super fun, super, just like you said, attractive people everywhere. There was every studio you could imagine. Any, any star that you'd heard of was there. Um, yeah. and one of my favorite parts was actually, um, they did a bunch of panel sessions where it was just it was stereotypical, like comic con style panels where people would get up and talk about whatever. And it was insanely fun. Oh yeah. I'll be on one this year. I hope shit. Maybe will kill me if I don't plug it. <laughs>
1: uh, I'll be speaking on the men of porn panel uh, on Thursday on the main stage with a uh, bunch of rad dudes, Derek Pierce, Karen Lee. Um, I can't remember the other guys, but everybody's cool. It'll be, it'll be cool. You should come hang out.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I will definitely include a link to that schedule in the show notes. Um, now my wife made me a deal last year. Oh, where she was like you can totally go, but you can't go to any after parties. Uh why? <laughs> it was just, you Did know, you ask you? <laughs> it was I think it was because it was new, didn't know what to expect. And, you know, but I was like, you know what? She's letting me go hang out with porn stars for four days. I This is something I can agree with. That's fair. You know, um, but then I actually got an invite to the Burning Angel after party. And I cried a little bit that I couldn't go.
1: Well, if you need me to personally uh, make a call to her, I bet you in 10 minutes I could convince her to let you go. <laughs> Better yet, tell her to take a red-eye, fly her ass out, and both of you guys attend it and party together.
0: Boom. <laughs> That's going to be the plan for the next time we go to the AVNs is I'm bringing her, and I'm going to be like, this is our life now. It's it's always more fun when you get your got your partner in crime with you, Yeah, you know? Dude, right? I would do – you know what? I would go anywhere with my boo. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> All right. So – um, in the interest of wrapping up, I've kept you for about an hour. Uh, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you want to come back, plug a movie, plug a project, plug anything, just shoot the shit. We can drink beer, drink wine, whatever you want, man. Yes. I'll learn how to make us gin fizzes. Oh, I got it. I already know how to make them. I'll make them for you. Oh, thank you. Do you have a go-to resource or an app that helps you fulfill your goals, whether they be porn oriented, graphic design? Is there anything you use that really helps you stay productive?
1: Yeah, it's um, this really exclusive new cutting edge app called uh, Google Calendar. And uh, it basically, without it, I would be shit fucked out of luck.
0: I've heard about this. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: real, it's real, like, you know, like only the hipsters in Williamsburg have it right now, but I'll slide you, uh, you know, the link to it. <laughs> oh, I, would t- I would
0: totally appreciate that. That could revolutionize <laughs> my world.
1: <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> honestly, man, not, no, not like an app or anything. Uh, again, I, I use my phone the same way everyone else does. Um, and the calendar, I'm, I'm actually being kind of serious. I really, like, have to, like, it's my Bible, you know?
0: Oh, um, I wholeheartedly agree 110%. I have three different calendars on there. There's my calendar, mine and my wife's calendar, and then my podcast calendar.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's just, and then my day job calendar. So it just, it keeps me. (laughs) The struggle is real, son. (laughs) Dude, right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, where on P where can people connect with you? Social media wise. Uh, So both Twitter and Instagram, it's, at the
1: small hands underscore. So there's one underscore. So at the small hands underscore. Uh, and then obviously on burningangel.com, you can see uh, quite a bit of my penis and balls. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I work for everyone. So you can see me floating around in the other porno universe as well. But start with Burning Angels. It's, it's the biggest and the best.
0: And also, everyone out there listening,
1: don't steal porn. Pay for your porn. Yeah, or if you're going to steal porn, I'm a, I'm a reasonable modern man. It's 2017. Uh, come to AVN. Buy buy something, you know. Buy a t-shirt off the website. When Joanna does a dance gig in your town, come out and, you know, make it rain. Say what's up. Like, you know, it's these days it's uh, – there's a lot of ways you can show your support where if, uh, you know, buying porn is just not going to happen for you but you still want to support what we do and want us to, you know, be alive uh you know just just use your common sense and there's always something you can do and you know you'll get cool shit out of it too so nobody's taking uh, charity cases here
0: <laughs> for sure what parting advice do you have for everyone out there listening to the podcast i would say because this is dumbbells and dragons and i, I feel like it
1: my mind this makes sense uh all the crazy shit I've gotten to do in life, from bands, from working in these crazy nightclubs to, you know, traveling around the world to porn. Don't be lazy and don't be afraid. Like I am not the most talented person out there. I'm not the guy with the biggest dick. I'm not the buffest guy. I'm not the anything. But I've always just said, fuck it, let's dive in first if it's something I'm really crazy about. And You know, and I've also been willing to roll up my sleeves and and work at things. You know, including porn. Porn is work. It takes a lot of work to get get to do this. So, uh, if there's something you want, don't be fucking lazy and don't be afraid. And you'll you'll be
0: surprised
1: at how much you will do.
0: And I think everyone should take that to heart, especially from a guy who's working four or five different jobs. Um, I do not think anyone could characterize you as lazy whatsoever.
1: I I
0: hope not. (laughs) You can call me a lot of things, but if you call me lazy, man, no way. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we're going to leave it there. So, um, Aaron, small hands, thank you so much, man. I've really appreciated your time this evening. Um, It's been a blast for me. I hope you had fun. I had a blast,
1: man. Thanks for having me.
0: Excellent. Everyone out there listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. If you want to show your love, um, go to Burning Angel, pick something up. If you want to show your love to me, subscribe, download, rate, review me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Other than that, we hope you guys have a great week. Make it out to AVN in Vegas and have a blast. Workout Woo. nerd out, y'all. Woo!